Father God, tonight we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for who you are. There is no God like you, Father, not in heaven, not in earth. We praise your holy name. We magnify you, God. We thank you, Father, for a day that you have blessed us with in which we have never seen before. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, health, and strength. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Father, for the spirit of peace rest upon our lives. We praise you, God. Oh, Lord, we lift our voices to you this night. We lift our spirit to you, Father. We pray that your Holy Spirit would give us a spiritual bath this night. We thank you, God. We honor you, Father. We glorify you. Lord, this night as we congregate to study your word, we pray and we ask, Father, that your Holy Spirit would direct our thoughts Direct our minds, illuminate our hearts, God, that we, Father God, would receive a word from you, Lord. We ask, even as we study word, Father, that we would change from the natural into the supernatural. 
We pray, God, as we go from glory to glory, from heights to heights. Oh, God, you are God, and we thank you for being God in our lives. We thank you, Father, for coming and dying on Calvary, shedding your blood for us, that we may have a right to the tree of life, for redeeming us back to yourself. But it is your blood, it is your death, your burial, and your resurrection that redeem us back to yourself. And we thank you, Lord. We praise and we glorify you, Father. Thank you for your love that you have bestowed upon us. Thank you for an opportunity that we have to share your word with individuals, Father, across this globe, across this nation, Father. We thank you for the assignment in which you have given us, Lord. And we, we pray, Father, that we'll be faithful and we'll be, oh, Father God, and we'll have the spirit of discipline that we would go forth and we'll remain and stay in our calling and carry out this sermon that you bless us with. Bless now, Father, those that would join our study tonight. We pray, Father God, that they would receive a word from you and that their their mind and their spirit and their religion would be challenged. Oh, God, let your will be done in our lives. We thank you now, Lord, as we read and study your word. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, I want to welcome those of you that are joining us in our study tonight. For this is the day the Lord has made, and it we shall rejoice and be glad. Thank God for another day um, in which he has blessed us with and an opportunity to continue studying his word. We are not going to um, waste any time. We're going to get into this study tonight. Um, this is a brand new um, series of study that we're starting tonight. Um, we have finished one we were in the, for the past weeks dealing with the anointing and dealing with the level of the anointing. So now we are going to um, go into um, another series of study, which is called, um, four, it's four levels of it. Um, it is Empowered Partnership, Impact, and Released. Those are four different levels we're going to go into. And if you have a pen or writing, you may want to write these down. I will take my time as you search for a pen. And while looking for pen, just let me say also that um, this series of study actually would bring you into the presence of your ministry so you can know your calling, your gift, and to see why you have been anointed. We were talking about the anointing um, for the past weeks. So now we're going to talk about why you are anointed and, and how you are anointed and what are the results of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So four levels of study we're going to start. And the first one I want you to write down is, I am empowered. I am empowered. Um, write it down, please. I am empowered. Um, the second one is in partnership. In partnership. Again, the first one is I am empowered. The second one is in partnership. The third one is to impact. To impact. Um, again, uh, first one is I am empowered. The second one is in partnership. Um, the third one is to impact. To impact. And the last one is released. Release. 
So the first one is I am empowered. Um, the second is in partnership. The third is to impact, impact. And the fourth is to release. So when you are anointed of God, God empowers you so you can be in partnership with him, so you can impact the world, and then he releases you to the world. So those are the, that's the approach we're, going to, approach we're going to take with this level of study, okay? So um, this study is kind of important um, for you that are in ministries, especially um, leaders in ministry. This study would be important for you. And if you follow me, um, and if you have questions or suggestions, please do ask and point out. Okay, so again, we're dealing with um, empowered in partnership to impact and then release. And our base scripture, there are several of them, our base scripture would be Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And we're going to use the King James Version. We're going to use the King James Version and I know that there are many other translations of it, but let us use the King James Version, please. Habakkuk chapter 2 uh, would be our base scripture. Okay, our base scripture. Again, we're dealing with empowered, okay, in partnership, impact, and release. Okay, and our base scripture is Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And it reads, And the Lord answered, me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may that he may run that reading. Okay, so this is a request or a command from God and this command is to write the vision down so that whoever sees it will understand. You will understand the reason for this, um, why we use in the scripture because no one in the body of Christ or in ministries um, has a private interpretation. Um, it should be visible to the entire body. Whatever God has given you, it's not for you. It's for individuals that come along and come by that's, that they can develop themselves and develop others. So that's talking about empowered in partnerships in, to impact and to release. Okay, um, um, let's look at the word empowered first. Let's go deal with empowered, what it means to be empowered. Okay, everything starts from the point of empowerment, and we have to, uh, you should keep that in mind. If you're in ministry, um, if you are a leader if in any phase of your life, or if you are thinking of getting into leadership, thinking or wanting to get into leadership, um, remember that everything starts from the point of empowerment. Okay, God must first empower you before you can start anything. Okay, the empowerment is the foundation of anything that we do with God. And if you don't have the empowerment of the Holy Ghost in your life, then all of your work is, you may do good work, but um, you're going to burn yourself out, and it may very well be in vain. 
So everything must come through the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. Okay, and that takes us to Zechariah 4 and 6. So we can, um, can understand Zechariah 4 and 6. It says that not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. That scripture has been well quoted for years. Okay, and we memorize it. We, we um, kind of put it in our library of our memories. But the full understanding of it or the comprehension of it, um, very few Christians had the understanding of it. And not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Okay. If something is going to get done in the church, in the ministry, okay, it must be by the power of God. God, you must be empowered. You cannot um, get any work done, any assignment done, just by having head knowledge or by having um, uh, or gain of friends telling you how it went or, you know, you're reading some pamphlet. It must, you must be empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm using this topic, the empowerment. I am empowered. Um, by the Holy Ghost, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord, by God's Spirit. So if I'm going to get anything done, if I'm going to um, do anything um, in, in, in the ministry, I must do it through the power of God, okay, through the power of God. must do it through the power of God. For those who join us, who just join us, we are dealing with um, a four-phase study here. Um, and you may want to write it down because you just came in. Um, I have time. I can, I can back up. We just get started. Um, we're dealing with um, four different levels in ministry. The first one is in, I am empowered. So if you want to grab a pen and write that down, that would be good. I am empowered. That's number one. And number two is in partnership. Okay. First one again is I am empowered. The second one is in partnership. The third one is to impact. To impact. That's to impact. And the last one is release. Release. So when you put them all together, we're saying that I am empowered to be in partnership with God, with Christ to impact the world, and then he releases me to the body of Christ or to, to nations, okay? And so we have just moved on from that, and our base scripture we used for that was or Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, um, talking about writing the vision down so people who come by, they can see it, okay? They can see it, read it, understand it, and move on. So... That took us to our first topic, I am empowered. Okay, I am empowered. And um, we stated that everything starts from this point. Everything in the ministry, everything in your life starts from this point, the point of empowerment the, or, or the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Um, everything starts from this point. You can't do no ministry um, effectively and successful um, if you are not empowered by the Holy Ghost. It is, it is God that empowers you to carry out your assignment, okay? Uh, empowerment, that is the foundation of 
any and everything that we're going to do for God. We must be empowered. And so that takes us to Zechariah 4 and 6, in that it says, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Okay, so that is to say, we're not, we're not going to get anything done by our own power, okay, um, or by our own might, but by the Spirit of God. And so if you are a young minister, if you are upcoming minister, if you are older minister, and you've been in the ministry for a while, and just getting in the ministry, remember you must rely upon the Holy Spirit, okay, or the Holy Ghost to empower you. Uh, again, yeah, so so if you're going to do anything, if you're going to try to get anything done, it is God's power you're going to do it through, okay? And remember, salvation itself is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean by saying it is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit? Um, you can only get salvation through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit draws you to Christ, brings you into Christ. So if the Holy Spirit brings you into Christ, Okay, which allows you to see and to hear Jesus um, as he really is, then it is the Holy Spirit that is in you. And it's that same Holy Spirit that empowers you, empowers you. It, it's not another spirit. It's not another um, move. It is that same Holy Spirit that, that brought salvation to you, okay, um, that allows you to receive of God. Um, or, or sometimes um, um, we may say, well, I've known this, I've been there before, I've heard this before, but do you allow the Holy Spirit to, um, to teach you? Do you allow the Holy Spirit to, or, or you think you know it on your own, or you think you have enough intelligence? No, my brothers, no, my sisters. If anything is going to get done, it must be through the Holy Spirit. So again, you are empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I'm thinking of a scripture in Acts 1 and 8. I'll turn to that and read that to further back to what I'm saying. Uh, Acts 1 and 8, it says, uh, it says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be my witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and then on to the air, and in Samaria, and on to the utmost part of the earth. So if something is going to get done, if you're going to be witnesses for God, you must receive the Holy Ghost and, and the power of God. He shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So um, if, if the Holy Ghost is not upon you, if the Holy Ghost is not in you, if you have not been born of the Holy Spirit, then you don't have any power to do the work of God. So, okay, um, it is important for you to realize that your empowerment comes through the Holy Spirit. And when you accept Christ in your life, you accept it by the Spirit of God. For no man um, come unto the Father except my Spirit draws them. You have to be drawn by the Spirit of God. Okay? Okay, so. Keep that in mind. If you want to do something, always remember it must be through the Spirit of God. If you have been in a group in your ministry, there are several, many churches have different cell groups and stuff, and a lot of a lot of the cell group is good, but because it makes you transparent, you are in small groups and you can 
you know, learn of each other. You're not hiding out in a big congregation. But um, if you're in small groups, always look for the working of the Holy Spirit, not for individual self-exaltation, but for the working of the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, so what is, what is empowerment? Well, the, the revelation of empowerment um, you could, is, is, is this. You could think of it as this. When you are born of the Spirit of God, okay, uh, the Holy Spirit then fills you. Okay, your nature has been changed um, from from old nature to Christ Christ nature or um, a new creature in Christ. Okay, so you are not um, what you used to be. Okay, you're not the one um, that um, that people know of you in the past, but you are now the one that God want to manifest Himself through you. You are a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Okay? See, so many, so many Christians are just sitting around and waiting for someone else to do it. But, uh, but in, in all essence, God placed His Spirit in all of us. Okay? Um, it's not only um, the man that stands behind the pulpit or the man that wears the robes or the woman that teaches. You know, it's all of us. We are all partakers. In, in, this, in the nature of God. We are all partakers. We are all been empowered by the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, let's go to Second Peter, Second Peter 1 and 3 and 4. Let's go to Second Peter 1, um, 3 through 4. And I think that would give us Second um, Peter chapter 1. That would give us a good insight of what I'm saying. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to four, second Peter chapter one, okay, verses three to four. I'm saying it because I'm trying to turn to it. Okay, and it reads as thus: um, According as His divine power hath given unto all, unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us, not one person, unto us, exceeding great and precious promises, um, that by these he might be partakers of the divine nature, we, that nature of God, um, having escaped the competition that is in the world through lust. Okay? So we all have been given that um, nature. Once we come into God, we all are partakers. Okay, so so don't just sit around and wait for someone to do it or someone else to do it. God has filled you with with the, with His Spirit because He has called you. Okay, every member of God's kingdom is a minister. All of us are a ministers. Okay, if you are born of the Spirit, all of us. Uh, ministers, okay? When you take the step of faith and you realize that God, um, His presence is with you and abides with you, okay, then He is faithful and, and He will back up whatever He says He will do. Listen to what Jesus said in, in John 14 and 12. He said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. Okay, um, he said he will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. How many times have we quoted that? 
Oh, the Bible says, um, these works that I do, you should do, and greater work than these, you should do. Okay? But do we really believe that? Do we truly believe that we can do the work that he says we can do? Okay? If we are empowered, thanks to God, young men, young women, brothers, sisters, young people, if you are empowered by the Holy Spirit, okay, then you can do the things that he wants you to do because the power of the Holy Spirit inside you, the things that Jesus has done on earth, we are able to do if the Holy Spirit resides in us, okay? Okay, but there, the condition here is not, is that, you know, it's not that we are um, working on our own, but that we have faith. We're not working alone away from God, but we are working along with God because we are empowered and I didn't want to get in that part of the partnership. So he's our partner. We are working along with him. The reason why so many things don't get done is because we try to do it without his partnership, without his presence, okay? So remember, okay, if you have, if, if you have faith in God, to know that, that you have the spirit of God inside of you, you can do anything that God desires for you to do, okay? Once you have that, well, what really is faith? Okay, what really is faith? Well, um, I, I, you can have many different answers to it or to that question, but I, I, for, for our study tonight, I like to say faith has been able to see something, okay, able to see something and hope for something that already exists in the supernatural realm, okay? Oh, you know, there are some things within the supernatural realm that we can hope for and that we can see it but it's, it's not tangible. We see it in our faith. We see it in our belief that it is there, okay? Even if it is not present, okay, in the natural realm, we still believe it is there. We still believe that the Lord will open the windows of heaven and bless us. We still believe that we can have healing in our body, okay? We still believe that the Holy Spirit that came on the day of Pentecost and can and it's with us continually, it's with us here every day. Jesus said in Luke twenty four and forty nine, he said, I'm going to send you another comforter, okay? He said, But stay in the in the city or in Jerusalem until you can go with power from high. Now I know I kind of paraphrased that, but that's what he was saying. He was saying, I'm going away and I'm going to send the promise of the Father unto you, which is the Holy Spirit. Okay, but you got to wait on it and stay there. So that's faith. They, that's, you have to have to, they had to have the faith. Okay, the disciples and apostles had to have faith to wait. They couldn't see it, but they were waiting for something from the supernatural to come into the natural. Okay, so, so, so God empowered us with his spirit. Okay, and what is uh, with the spirit of God? It's just God's spirit. Presence, the presence of God is is in the existing of God. It's not not a part of God. It's God Himself. Okay, it's God Himself. God's manifested power is is the result. It's the result of the acknowledgement of His presence in you. When you when you acknowledge that, when you acknowledge that He is inside of you, when you come, it's nothing you pray enough or you have to have to. You know, cry and mourn, and you know, you, 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 his, his spirit is inside of you. You acknowledge that. You acknowledge his presence, okay? And because you have asked him to come in, 
Okay, uh, uh, okay, and then and, and then you would reveal his character, and 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 then you then then once you are baptized into him and baptized into his spirit, baptized into his life, then and he lives with you. That's the presence of God. That's the power of God. That's the glory of God. That's the anointing of God. That's you know it 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 brings changes. You're not only baptized in water. Um, from repentance, but you're also baptized in the fire of God, which is the Holy Ghost. John said, I truly baptize you with water unto repentance. You remember that scripture? I truly baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me, who is much mightier than I am, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Okay? That's the presence of God. That's the glory of God. That's his approval. That's his, that's his gift to you, his, his anointing in your life, the, the spirit of Christ, the power of God in your life, okay? the fire of God. So you, you, he, he is empowering you. Okay, he's, he's bringing you into, into a place that you've never been before, okay, um, so that things that are hard may be easier in your life. Things that are difficult, you can wade through those things, okay, okay, um, just, but you have to have the anticipation. Know that it is there. Wait to see that the glory of God rests upon you. Not just because you said, I have the Holy Ghost, mean you have it. No, no. There are, you have to. Do something. The first thing is repentance. The second thing is baptism. And then when you accept the Lord into your heart, you have to cultivate his presence in your life. Well, how do I cultivate his presence in my life? Through reading and praying and studying the word of God, okay? And by spending time with him, quality time, just laying out and relaxing with the Lord. Stop giving your time to idle things. Stop giving your time to foolishness to um, we that are Christians, we shouldn't be indulging ourselves in worldly pleasures in the first place. We should be giving our time to God, seeking out to advance the kingdom of God, seeking out because now we are empowered. We are not afraid to do the things that God wants us to do because we are empowered. Okay? And all of this comes through faith. Okay? So then faith that God, you must know that he is present with you. Okay, God is present with you. Um, okay, and it comes through. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kill some things. Okay, all of those preordained destiny and purpose that you had in your mind, you have to kind of filter those things out and and and, and replace them with 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 good things, with, with the value of the Word of God, with with the promises of God, with with desire to work for God, okay, since you are in power, okay. Empowerment comes to those who have prayed up, uh, I mean, over and over. You pray for, you know, you have a prayer life. You have a, you, you're not just praying because you want something from God, but you, you pray, you, you, you pay in the ultimate price with your, with your time and your, and, and your effort, you you're exchanging your life for Christ's life. Okay, there is, there is, there's a death needs to take place. There, you, you've got to die. You must die. If you don't die from, from some of the things that are in your life, then God can't, God will not empower you. God can't use you that way. Okay, you must, my brothers and sisters, you must kill some things. This is a death 
role. This is, you got to, it must happen. To every believer who wants to embrace the power of God, you must kill some things. Some things must die. Some things must die. Okay, Let, let's continue with the study here. But first of all, are there any questions? Anyone wish to ask any questions? Okay. If not, let's continue, please. Okay, so we are empowered with God, the empowerment of God. And so a person who holds um, onto worldly things and, and always want to be in, in, included in things of the world, and, and um, you're going to fail, okay? You, you're going to fail. And you cannot please God and the world. You know you've been called by God. You know you've been, you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, but yet you, you're playing games, okay? You don't spend time in the Word of God. You don't find a place of worship. You don't, you don't pray. Um, um, if you do pray, it's because you need something from God. You're going to fail, my brothers and sisters. You will fail. You've got to spend quality time with God. You have to be intimate with God, okay? Have that acknowledgement of the presence of God always with you, always with you, okay? Don't just try and, and, and cook something up when you need something from God or now you feel that or, or, you, or you use an emotion and say that you are in his presence. No, no, his presence in our lives would change some things. His presence supplies everything you need to accomplish in your own natural life and in the ministry of God, okay? The presence of God in your life produces God's character, okay? Um, the, God's goal is not just to come to you and, 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 and to heal you just because you, you need to heal and heal not. You ought to know that you're healed, okay? That's so, so that's not the goal of having the Holy Spirit in your life. He already died for, for that. He was already bruised for that, okay? So that's not the goal of giving you the, the Spirit of God and empowering you. But the goal is that you be witness for him. And you be witness for him. And, and he gave you some things in, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the utmost part of the earth, the world, globally, all over, in your home, where you're living, around your brothers, around your sisters, around your parents, on your job, with friends. You ought to be a witness for God. If you're not talking about the Lord and you're talking about some everything else, my brothers and sisters, then you are a, you're going to be a failure. If you are truly born of God and you have been empowered by the Spirit of God and you are not being a witness of God and you're not, and you're not sharing the Word of God, but you're being a slacker. Yeah, that's the word I said. You're being a slacker and you're not fulfilling that word. Brother or sister, my friend, you are heading for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure. God empowers you to, to carry out his assignment, to carry out his work. What, what have you done recently to impact the kingdom of God? What have you done for the past, I would say, well, let's say three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, or whatever, to impact the kingdom of God? What, what have you brought to the table that the Lord says, that is good, I can use that? I'm empowering you to use that to change some things in the world. What have you done? Who have you led to Christ? Who have you ministered to? Who have you witnessed to? 
Have you sat down and shared the word of God with you? Have you read the Bible? He said, well, I pray and I pray. Okay, that's fine. Do you, do, do, are there any others around who can hear you praying or see you praying? Do you pray for anyone? Have you laid hands on anyone? Have you shared the word of God with anyone? These, my, all of these are examples of a good person who has been empowered by God. But no, no, you, you spend more time with the world. So how can you be empowered by God? You spend more time laying around. How then are you empowered by God? You, the empowerment of God brings, uh, it brings everything in your life that God wants you to have, okay? Again, um, uh, you will realize, once you realize that the presence of God, okay, His presence in your life, His power, His, it will produce all the supplies, everything, you need to accomplish his will and, uh, and, and, and to carry out a ministry that you may have. Um, um, God's goal is not just to come to you, um, but to come through you, to bring healing through you because of his death, to bring deliverance because of his resurrection, to bring prophetic gifts because of his return to the back to his kingdom. Okay, this is his goal for you. Okay, uh, he wants you to have these things. He wants you to be um, um, active. He wants you to be effective, okay? Matthew, you remember what Matthew 18 and 18 and 20 said, and I'm a paraphrase, I tell you the truth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Again, I tell you that if two on earth agree about anything, okay, anything you ask for, it will be done. Why? Because you have faith in him, okay? Okay, so what does it mean? What does it mean by two or three come together, okay? Let me, let me share this to you, my brothers and sisters. When you are empowered with God, God didn't empower you to live alone and to be by yourself. He wants you to come together, find someone to come together. On, just on yesterday, um, we went to a Bible study, and it, it, was, it was another ministry, but God, God put it in our hearts to go there constantly every Bible study and worship with them. Just our presence to be there with them encourages the teacher to teach the Word of God a little bit more. Of course it does. Okay, and other people seeing as they're, they're now, they're more excited and they want to, you know, keep coming to their Bible study. So when, so when you are empowered, you're not empowered to be alone. You need to come together in his name, okay? And, and that simply means you agreeing together, okay? You agreeing together, okay, about the manifested power of God. And as a result, things happen. God is not working through just one man or one woman. He's working through a body, through a group of people. We have been empowered together. We have the same spirit. We have the same God on the inside of us. Okay, so since we have the same spirit and the same God, we are empowered together. We are empowered together, okay? So, so you need to acknowledge his presence, okay, uh, which, which is on the inside of you. Acknowledge the presence of God. Okay, how do you acknowledge the presence of God? My, my friend, stop slacking on. Pick that Bible up and read God's word. Get on your knees and pray, okay? Talk to stuff. Acknowledge the presence of God. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge the presence of God. His power moving through you. 
okay, is the foundation of your ministry, the foundation of what God is going to is accomplishing in your life. It must, it must, everything, everything, my brother and sister, stems from the simple um, implantation of God. It must come from God, everything. You, you will not be able to maintain um, your ministry or your faith in God um, if the Holy Ghost is not inside of you. You must have a spon- spontaneous, moving, um, activated, um, um, God-given faith in your life and around your brothers and sisters, okay? If you try to do it on your own strength and power, you will soon burn out. You will burn That's why Zachariah said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. So don't try to do it by yourself. Don't try to do it on your own. But remember that the Holy Spirit is there to empower you. What is the ministry that God is bringing in your heart? What is it that God wants to do that you know he wants to do in your life? What is it inside of you that you're constantly thinking about to do? Whatever it is, if it's God through my brothers and sisters, then you, could, you, you need to activate the faith on the inside of you and move forward with it. You can't just lay around and expect it to come into your life. No, no, no. Show me your work without your faith, and I'll show you my faith without my work. Those things go hand in hand together. Because you must realize that they go hand in hand together. Everything, everything must come from the impartation of God. Everything. The whole body, the whole body must understand that we, that you and I, uh, we are of God, okay? Uh, we, we know of ourselves, we know of yourself. So you can't, you can't do anything. I, I, I know there are a lot of people who say, well, if I go to um, this particular church, they, you know, those, church, those people are really this or that. I don't care where you go at. Okay, if you, if you don't have the Spirit of God on the inside of you, and if you don't have faith on the inside of you, uh, you, you, can go to, you can go to five churches mixing one, and it still ain't going to change no difference. It is you as the individual, okay? Okay, see, um, we, we, you, can't come, you can't become indifferent with the truth or, or, and expect that because, let's say, for example, let's, let's use it for example, um, but I, I don't want to mix with this group here, and I don't mix with that group here. But though, that church over there, yeah, I'm going to that church because of this or that. You're being indifferent, my brothers and sisters, indifferent with the truth, okay? And, and you can't become indifferent to the truth of Christ. That is living in you or through you, okay? It is, it is the nature of God for you to involve and become workers with someone else. I'm trying to get to the point because we're going to get to partnership. We're moving slowly from empowered to partnership. So, so what I'm saying is you're empowered not to be alone, not to be indifferent. The nature, the divine nature of God that is inside of you is not to be held, is not to be, to be put in a closet. God is grieved because we, 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 we put him in a closet and we talk about his wonderful gift of grace and, and how powerful he is. But yet still, when we leave where we are, we put it in a shell, we put it in a box, we put it up on a shelf until another time. You're not empowered, okay? You, you got to make a difference, okay? You must make a difference through the wisdom and the knowledge that, is, that God has given you. You must make a difference. You have to, if you are impregnated with the power of God and with the glory of God and with, the, and with, and with ministry on this side of you, 
then you must bring them forth, brothers and sisters. Men, women, boys, girls, you must bring them forth. You cannot keep them. You cannot keep them for yourself just to make yourself look good because they're not yours. They were given to you to be used. You've been empowered to be used in the kingdom of God. Can God depend on you to go to a remote place where there is no um, five-star hotel or no midnight restaurant? Can God depend on you to go? Or would you say, that's not for you, you can't do it? Then God can't depend on you. If, you're, if the empowerment that you have can only be in a, in a, in a, in a lighted place and where there's a five-star hotel and, and all of these great conveniences, then my brother says, God can't depend on you. God wants to be able to depend on you. He's empowering you. He has empowered you, not for your good, but for his good. Not for your cause, but for his cause. Not for your purpose, but for his purpose. Not for your glory, but for his glory. That's the whole idea about it. So can God truly depend upon you, my sister, my brother? Can he depend on you? Uh, uh, Did he give you the power of the Holy Spirit and you're just lying, lying around and doing nothing with it? But listen to me, my brothers and sisters. You must activate what is inside your hand, okay? God God puts something in your hand, use it. He puts something in your mouth, use it. He puts something in your feet, travel with it. He wants to use you in ministries. You can do simple things right around you, but they are profound and powerful in the presence of God. You can't. You, you shouldn't be waiting for something to happen. It happened already. You know what happened? He died on Calvary. You know what? He shed his blood. You know what? He went in the tomb. He stayed there three days, three nights. He got up and he went back to to his glory. He sent gifts back here on earth to men and women that we may show forth his glory and his praises. He has empowered us. Not to be on our own, not just to have head knowledge, but he is expecting us. He is expecting us to to do to do uh, un, I mean work in this world that that you can't explain. Okay, it's unexplained. It's it, it, it's unrehearsed. You're not rehearsing anything. It's it's just it just happens sudden to you. It's like a like the blowing of God's power, and which is his anointing of on your life, okay? Okay, you you gotta you gotta plan for the spontaneous. You gotta prepare to change your plans. The plans that you have, the goals that you have that are not lined up with God. Be prepared to change them. Not not because it's something you want to do. And I know the Holy Spirit is ministering to somebody right now. Change, let them change your plans. Get ready for the unexpected. God is a God of perfect order in the midst of a total chaos. Whatever your world is messed up, he is still perfect. He's still perfect in that. He, 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 he wants you, my brothers and sisters, he wants you to know that he is able to do more and abundantly, raise on exceedingly what you can even think of and ask. So if you are empowered by God, if you say that you have the Spirit of God in your life, then, my brothers and sisters, God wants you to move out of your comfort zone. God wants you to stop laying around, stop being lazy, but pick up the Word of God. And, 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 and study God's word. Lay before the Lord how 
When was the last time you just laid before God and didn't even move, didn't even pray, didn't even say anything? You just lay there and just wait to hear him speak to you. Have he spoken to you in the past week or so? If he did, what had he said to you? Did he say, well done, my good and faithful servant? Or had he said to you, you grieve me in my spirit? Had he said, you know, he was on the cross one day just this past week. Many people commemorate and celebrate what they call Easter. And remember, they put him back on the cross. But when he was on that cross, when he was on this earth, he said, I thirst, I thirst, I thirst. And, and you know what they did? They took a sponge and they dipped it into some vinegar and gall and they put it in his mouth. And he didn't drink it. He spit it out. That's a statement to you, my brothers and sisters. If he empowered you, do you have enough inside of you to quench the thirst of your Lord and Savior? Is he crying for thirst and you can't quench his thirst? What, are, what is in your prayer life? Are you quenching his thirst? What in your daily walk? Are you quenching his thirst? What in your, in your, in your company are you quenching his thirst? He is saying, I am thirsty. I want something to drink. But all we are giving him is religion and tradition. All we are giving him is laziness. All we are giving him is I am tired. All we are giving him is complaint. We are complaining. And, and, and we expect for the ministry to advance. We expect for, for the kingdom of God to advance. We expect for healing to take place. God wants you to lay hands on someone. You say, well, I don't know if I can do that. You would never know until you lay hands on someone by faith. God, you don't have to be no preacher. You don't have to just lay hands on, lay hands on yourself, okay, and, and pray for yourself and bring healing. Okay, so, so, and I said it, and I'll say it again. You ought to get ready for the unexpected. God is a God of perfect order in the midst of a total chaos. This world this church that we call church is, is in chaos. It, it, it's, it's messed up. But God is still a perfect God, and he is bringing a, a, a group of men and women who have been empowered by the Holy Ghost that they would be partners with him in, in this ministry to change some things. Your, your anointing, your empowerment that God placed on you, he wants you to go into the temples and, and, and throw the change tables over and, and, and let the doves out and, 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 and cast out the change makers and, and, and raise your voice and say that my father's house is a house of prayer, but he made it a den of peace. God has empowered you to bring a change to the world. God empowered you to pick up young ladies that are broken and battered and bruised and have no, no desire where they go, no, no knowledge of where they're going. But God wants you to bring them and shelter them and comfort them and talk with them, take them into your homes, sit them down in the living room and share the word of God, bring the life to them, bring comfort to some young man that is on drugs and gang bangers and, 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 and think there's no hope to life and just running with the drugs and guns. God wants you to meet them. God wants you to minister them. God wants you to bring them into the body of Christ. And that's why he empowered you. That's why he empowered you to, to be able to, 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 to deliver some man and woman. This is important, my brothers and sisters. So I said, 
it's now 847. We get almost down to the end of our study tonight. But uh, a few more points I want to make to you. And one of them is that the empowerment that God placed on you must be acted out and even must be practiced. God empowered you to, to you got to keep doing it. You, gotta, you, gotta, well, you can't be afraid, okay? You can't be a coward in this, okay? I heard it said once that there's nothing uh, more boring than repetition. Well, that's true, okay? Um, lost people are, are drawn to a supernatural power of God, um, by something fresh. So change what you're doing if something is not happening. Let the, let the Holy Spirit, let a real and exciting power in the Holy Ghost um, produce an atmosphere, okay? Um, then then it change from one level to another level, okay? And you have to anticipate a change. You know, anticipation is created in the environment where you have problems and you are not, and there's no comfort zone for you. You're anticipating a change. You're anticipating a glory to come into your church. You're tired of the same old Bible study, the same old prayer, the same old women's meeting, the same old man group, the tea party. You're tired of that. You now, you, you, you're anticipating the move of God. And when we say the move of God, we're not saying that God is moving because God don't move. Okay, God is the same everywhere at the same time because to move from someplace um, is, is the sensations of leaving someplace and being someplace else. God can't leave someplace and to be someplace else because if he's not there, then that place is not there. God is everywhere at the same time. So when we say the movement of God, we, it, it is us who are getting closer to God. We are moving. We are seeing him in ways that we have never seen him before. We are drawing closer to God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is not moving. We are moving. We are getting closer to God. It's like if a man is drowning, you know, and he's in the middle of the ocean drowning, and, and, and there is a big rock someplace out there, uh, you know, and someone tied a rope onto that rock and, and throw the rope out to him, and he catches that rope. He pulls himself into the rope. He's not into the rock, I'm sorry. He's not pulling the rock to him, but he's pulling himself into the rock, and the closer he gets to the rock, He's observing and seeing some more. Um, so, so that's what we're doing. We're pulling ourselves into God. We, he is not moving. He is right there. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But we are getting closer to God. We are seeing him in ways that we have never seen him before because we are now empowered by God. That is very important, very important. It's important for you to know that when God empowers you, when God empowered you, he empowered you for the world, not for yourself, but for the world, not for your own good looking, but for the world. God empowered you that you may bring glory to his kingdom. God empowered you that you may change some things around you. God empowered you not to be afraid, but be bold. Don't be afraid of their faces around you. But don't be afraid of what they're going to say to you or ridicule you, but he empowered you for glory and for the power of God. Okay, so you you gotta you got you gotta practice what God gives you. You can't just sit around and wait for something to happen. Lay hands on somebody. If it doesn't happen today, lay it again tomorrow. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, lay it again the next day. Okay? Uh, this this is this, this the 
practicing, to become perfect, okay? Empowerment must be acted out this way. You must practice it. Who said that we can't practice the things of God? Who, who, who ever said that? Well, if someone did, I think it's a bad teaching. You will never know how to pray for someone until you try it. You will never, you will never heal the sick until you lay your hands on someone and believe for a miracle. That's faith. Okay, this is how we learn to really understand its power and use it to help other people. Okay, sure we will make mistakes, of course, and, and, and you, you may fumble the ball, you may drop it at times, but you know what? I was, my, my wife and I, we were watching um, a movie with, uh, a football movie, and um, they never get a touchdown until they receive the ball. They had to receive the ball and run, so you may fumble the ball, but one thing is certain you will never score if you never carry the ball. You'll never get a touchdown if you don't carry the ball. You'll never know how to heal if you don't lay your hands in faith, okay? You will never know how to, to speak God's word if you don't spend time before God, reading the word of God, and the opportunity presents itself. You don't be afraid. You get up there and speak the word of God, okay? God measures the motive and the conditions of a person's heart. Okay, not not their their track record or, or where you've been or what you had. God, He don't mention that stuff. But the motive and the conditions of your heart. Okay, that's what God mentioned. Okay, um, um, it is useless to go on to the next level of studying and praying and preaching. Okay, if we have not accomplished the first level in our life. Okay, if we if we are not. If we don't know that we've been empowered, how can we say we're in partnership, okay? Remember the levels we talk about. The first one we talk about is empowerment, okay? And the second one that we talk about is in partnership, okay? The third one is impact and the release. But you can't go to partnership if you don't understand fully that you've been empowered by God. And then you're definitely not going to impact the world if you're not in partnership with God. And God will not release you. That's the last one to release you if you're not um, in partnership with him and you're not empowered with his Holy Spirit. So it's impossible, okay? It's impossible to go on to the next level. It's impossible to move on to the next height, okay? When, when, when we say that we have the power of God in our lives, we are saying we've been approved by God. We've been approved by God to do some work. What other men can do, what other women can do who are not empowered by God. So, my brothers and sisters, as we um, kind of come to the end of this study night, let me um, briefly run over um, the first part of this session for those who just came in uh, or came in late on tonight. And thank you, God bless you, for coming in on our study. Okay, we are talking about um, four levels of ministry work, four levels of ministry work. And um, I'll wait a minute. I'll, I'll wait a minute if you want to write them down because it's really going to help you. Four levels of ministry work. Four levels of ministry work. And take a second for you to get a pen if you want to, please. I'll give you a second to get a pen for you to write them down. Okay. The first one is I am empowered. I am empowered. Okay. I am empowered. And that's what we were talking about tonight. That's the first one. Okay. The second one is in partnership. In partnership. Okay. 
The third one is to impact. To impact. I'll go over them again. And the fourth one is release. Release. Okay? Again, the first one is I am empowered. I am empowered. The second one is in partnership. The third one is to impact. To impact. And then the fourth one is released. Okay? Our base scripture that we use tonight was Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. We also went to Zechariah 4 and 6. Zechariah 4 and 6. And then to 2 Peter 1, verses 3 to 4. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Um, and I think there was there was a, a couple more, but that uh, you can live with that tonight. So we deal with empower in partnership to impact and release. So in other words, we're saying that God empowered you with His Holy Spirit, to, and once empowered you with the Holy Spirit, it's not to be on your own, but you're in partnership with Him and with other brothers and sisters. You're not a lone ranger. And the reason for that is so you can impact those that are around you, and then God releases you to the nation or to other people. So God will never release you, release you if you're not impacting those around you, and if you're not in partnership with Him, and if you're not empowered with Him. Important. Okay. So our next week we will pick up. Um, we'll go to the next step, which is in partnership. And I can give you a few scriptures that you can look over so next week you will kind of know where we will be coming from, okay? Um, the first one would be Ephesians 5, Ephesians 5, verses 8 through 13, Ephesians 5, verses 8 through 13, okay? Um, the second one would be Matthew 18, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 18, verse 18 to 20. The third one, Acts 2, 42, 47. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. The next one is um, um, give me a second. Okay. Um, Philippians chapter 1 verse 3 to 6. Philippians chapter 1 verse 3 to 6. And the last one would be Ephesians 2 and 10. We'll, we'll use those scriptures for next week dealing with in partnership. And I will show you on next week where your relationship must be a covenant community. Um, many people don't study or teach that word no more, covenant relationship. But we'll deal with that on next week. 
and I uh, I think it would be very interesting if you could tune in for that. It would be good. Um, we're dealing with um, about how individuals God called them to live in covenant relationships, not only in marriage but also in ministry, and then um, to be released to the world. So until then, my brothers and sisters, um, if there is no questions, are there any questions or or comments? Uh, we will pray and be dismissed for the night. I'll wait for a second. Okay. Okay. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your blessings tonight, and we do praise you, God, for those that have joined us tonight in our study. We pray, um, Father, that your Holy Spirit would um, breathe upon their lives and open up their hearts, Father, to the to the wisdom and knowledge of your word, Lord. We pray, Lord, that as we study word for all these day, weeks, Lord, that it will bring a change to our life. And tonight, Lord, we have learned that we are empowered by you, Father, empowered by you so that we can be in partnership with you, Father. We thank you for that, Lord, that you placed in us. You thought so much of us, Lord, to empower us in the um, places in partnership with you. Help us now, Lord, to um, make good of this, Lord, and to um, make application to our lives with your holy word, Lord, that we would be um, successful in our walk with you. Lord, I pray for those that are a part of this study and that you would keep them throughout this week, Father, and um, they may have appointments, and um, we pray, Father, that there would be, um, that you will find favor in the appointments, God, and that you will breathe upon those that are out there that they may have to meet that that they um, would um, yield to the needs of your people. And we thank you, Lord, because we know, Father, that there is nothing impossible by you. And so tonight we give you the praise for all of that. We thank you, Lord, and we say God bless you and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Good night, friends, and we pray that we see you again on next week. Have a good night. Good night.
don't like watching it.
summer. I blame everyone in the WWE universe. You people made him believe he's
sorry I didn't do this sooner. I love being a winner and responsible. 
Thank you. 